Hey guys, Jimmy Wags here, and I want to talk to you about a great new partner we have on Off the Rails. Now, you guys know, obviously, I'm a huge NASCAR fan, and on social media, I always tweet out all the new pictures of all the great new diecasts that I've collected over the course of the years. I love to collect NASCAR diecasts, so when we decided to partner with CircleBDiecast.com, I was too excited. CircleBDiecast.com has all your NASCAR diecast needs with tons of drivers to choose from. You can get standard finishes to pre-ordering race win diecasts of your favorite drivers. CircleBDiecast.com also sells NASCAR drivers, hats, T-shirts, and so much more. So when you place an order with CircleBDiecast.com, use the code SLOPPYELLOW and you get free shipping on all orders over $20. Once again, that's code SLOPPYELLOW, S-L-O-P-P-Y-Y-E-L-L-O-W. And get free shipping on your order of $20 or more. Also, what was great about CircleBDiecast.com is that they're a military-owned and operated company. So make sure you check them out and all the cool diecasts and NASCAR products that they have to offer. That's CircleBDiecast.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Jimmy Wags. I got my stepbrother, Billy Bradley, this week. Uh, old man Daddo had to take a nap after that race because he watched that entire race, Billy. So it's just you and me on this week's race recap from Phoenix, the Instacart 500. Um, and uh, it it was a good race, man. I saw, you know, I, I thought it was some a lot of passion. Um, uh, just to uh, give some reference, Jeff Scott put out a tweet. Um, this race had what twenty seven three or twenty two? Twenty two or twenty three uh passes for the lead, which was the most at Phoenix since what, two thousand thirteen, I think it was. Yeah, I think that's what he said. I was shocked to see that stat, to be honest, but again, it just goes to show you that all the racing throughout the pack that we're not seeing is is I mean, it's just a phenomenal year to be a, a fan of the sport, Jimmy Wags. It definitely is, man. You know, NASCAR and Fox calls this the greatest season ever. And we started it off, man, five weeks, five different winners. And this week it was MTJ, Martin Truex Jr.'s turn. He took the win here at Phoenix today. And um, we'll we'll get back to that. But to, to, to start it off, uh, stage one, uh, Brad Keselowski led him to the green. Um, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott had to start in the back uh, due to some uh, – Unimproved adjustments on the nine car, and uh, and uh, Kyle Larson wound up failing post race uh, tech um, prior to the race starting. Um, so I guess what the old uh, the old motto is: if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right, Billy? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, Todd Parrott said on the Dale Junior download, you know, that like God, I would have loved to have been able to have this much contact with NASCAR industry people 
back in that time of the era where I was a fan, still a fan of the sports setting up in there to get to know more and more people involved in the sport. Like, man, I would have loved to have this contact 10 years ago to be able to call up a friend that works in the industry and say, man, how in the hell did y'all do that? But, you know, they can't get by with all this stuff in this day and time. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, with those guys starting in the back, they had a long way to uh, to get up through the field. Uh, Brad Keselowski uh, leads us to the green. Denny Hamlin winds up, passes him after a couple laps, and starts to set sail. And um, we get our first caution uh, on lap 30 with a competition caution. And Kyle Larson uh, made it all the way up to 14th after starting the back. So, he had a, a pretty fast car on, on the day. Uh, as we all uh, got to talk about throughout the race. so Hell, yeah, it's so fast he couldn't even keep his shit under control coming down the pits. Like, <laughs> we, we see that often at Phoenix there. Yeah. I mean, not only Larson, I think Kyle Busch had a, a, a one or two, and several drivers got hit with speeding penalty. Yeah, Chase got hit with a speeding penalty, uh, speeding penalty today. Oh, my God, you can't talk. Uh and um, I believe uh, Kyle Busch had a, a loose tire um, violation, I think, on uh, pit road today. So um, our first, like, true caution of the day uh, happened uh, a short while after the restart, after the competition caution. Uh, the 48 had to check up a Ross Chastain uh, going into turn, um, uh, uh, what, turn two and uh, wind up getting uh, run over from behind. Uh, bringing our, our first caution of the day. Um, we pick up from there. Uh, Ryan Blaney takes the lead, and he sets sail, man. Him and uh, Joey Logano uh, battled it out there at the end of stage one with uh, Blaney coming away uh, with the stage one victory. Um, obviously, Ryan Blaney's had a tough, a tough start to the season, and, uh, you know, it was, it was good to see him. Obviously, last week he finished fifth and uh, to come out and, and win stage one for Ryan Blaney. Yeah, those Penske Fords were t- uh, fast all the entire race till we've seen about, about last 50, 60-some laps to go. It's just like they lost everything that they'd worked hard. I mean, they were running one, two, three there for a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, we started off stage two, and the 22 uh, basically checks out from the field, man. He, he seemed to have the dominant car uh, throughout stage two. Um and it really didn't seem like anybody had much form there. Obviously, throughout that stage, Kyle Larson um, had to uh, um, obviously serve his uh, speeding penalty. Uh, that put him in the back, and he flew up through the field, uh, and I believe he finished 14th in, in stage two there. Uh, and Truex, Truex also had another fast high ride, man. And uh, yeah. obviously, you know, in the picks, uh, I'm gonna give you your credit now because obviously I was. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I was getting ready to say it seemed like somebody picked him. Yeah, I think you picked the 19 to win. So congratulations on 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 the win and the pick 'em. Um, but Truex had a had a uh, hella fast car in stage two, and uh, yep. he seemed to be running down Logano there uh, towards the end of the stage. Uh, Logano uh, got a little tripped up there with some lap traffic with um, with Ross Chastain. And uh, the uh, 99 of Daniel Suarez, he let those guys go. He wound up uh, still winning the stage and, and beating Mark Truex Jr. out. Um, and now, you know, obviously here into the final stage, 
uh, is where it really started uh, to get uh, get good here. Uh, my guy, uh, Bubba Wallace, was having a stellar day. Uh, almost yep. went a lap down at the end of stage two, wound up driving away. And, uh, man, he drove the wheels off his uh, McDonald's Toyota, which, by the way, man, I did, I did not Toyota. like that paint scheme, man. I hated that paint <laughs> scheme on that car. But I tell, you, I tell you what, though, that car was fast as hell uh, at the beginning of stage three. He drove him all, himself all the way up to seventh. Uh, yeah, it was very fast. He had a fast car. You know, we were talking shit back and forwards, and I was just giving you hell like all stepbrothers do with their favorite drivers. But, man, I was worried because he was coming up. You know, he got all the way up to ninth and still was coming on. Still wasn't losing any speed. You could he, follow he him passed, on the ass. He passed Kevin Harvick at Phoenix, bro. Like, I was like, oh, my God, what is going on here? <laughs> the JGR yeah. car, especially that second half of that race, man, they were hauling ass. The Toyotas were flying, man. Um, they, I, I, you know, they just were able to, it seemed like they were able to get up into that PJ1 and dime in that corner a little bit, man, and they just had the grip to, to power all, all right, you You hit stuff. on it right there, Wags, and you're a diehard NASCAR fan if there ever was one. I think you done spent every damn penny of your stimulus money <laughs> that we got on Bubba Wallace merchandise. But still got is, a few this, dollars is this the first race, or have we used the uh, sticky stuff this year? No, this, this is the first race we used uh, PJ1, man. I thought um, that it was, and it explains why I didn't think it was a good race. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously we used PJ1 at uh, your favorite track, your home track, uh, Bristol, and uh, they just decided to get rid of that and decide to put dirt on it. So. That's a conversation for another day. I but, plead the fifth. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they did put PJ1 down uh, in the uh, upper groove in turns one and two and three and four. Um, didn't really show that much. I mean, some more restarts in the Xfinity race on Saturday. But the Cup guys really seemed to be able to get into it and and, and launch themselves off of the corner there uh, with the obviously a little bit higher, higher horsepower package. So we ran that uh, low downforce package here. Uh, at Phoenix, so uh, we get to uh, we get to in, in stage three here, and uh, once again the 22 gets the lead, and he kind of runs off uh, with it, and, and Martin Truex Jr. runs him down, and uh, we get green flag pit stops where we think this is going to be the final uh, pit stop, and uh, guys start to pit. Uh, Kyle Busch winds up staying out on tires and, and winds up actually um, getting into the wall and uh, has to come in and uh, pit. And then we get a caution here uh, with about uh, uh, roughly about 50 to go uh, from um, Tyler Reddick getting into the wall. Now, this is where in our group text where we were like, okay, um, this is probably going to be the money stop here. Uh, and and this is where we got into a, a disagreement. Bubba Wallace <laughs> and Mike Wheeler decide to stay out, Okay. Now, Bubba Wallace here is running about 10th after the the previous green flag pick stop before the caution. He's running about 10th, and they decide to stay out. Now, they had seven lap green flag laps on their tires. Everybody else decided to come down pit road. And from Jump Street, man, I'm sitting there thinking, like, this is the worst decision that they could have possibly, possibly made. Um, I, I don't know what Mike Wheeler was thinking. Maybe he was thinking guys are going to stay out. More guys are going to stay out. 
But that didn't happen, man. Everybody pitted, and it showed on the restart. He spun the tires, and everybody uh, drove right on by uh, old Bubba Wallace. Was you listening to the scanner? I, I did, man. I, I can't force myself to pay for the scanner right now. Maybe uh, well, if I, I take a couple extra dollars for my stimulus, I'll buy that I don't, uh, scanner I don't package. listen to it either it's because, because it's so far behind, and, you know, they still haven't updated it. I was just curious as to what Freddie had to say about that. And I'm sure we'll hear about it tomorrow yeah. because that just seems like the most idiotic call to make. At, I mean, I mean, it was just its not as bad as Atlanta or Darlington, yeah. but, I mean, you're in I the mean, back. I, you're, you're not leading the race. You know, if you're yeah. the leader, you're at the devil's advocate. So if you go, they're not going to go. But, He's in the back and sees ever not the back run like you said tenth and all in front of him come down pit road. That that just seems like a bad call. Yeah, and I think I think Wills was was thinking that more guys were going to stay out, but if you recall, Bubba pitted a few laps later in that pit cycle, so he had fresher tires. He only had seven green lap tie, uh, laps on his tires, but tires were key, man. It, it don't matter. It didn't seem like you know. If they had five laps on them, you know, got if yeah. they had a caution, guys were coming in to get tires just because they were so much quicker um, than guys without, you know, that were on old, even you know, five lap old tires. Yeah, I would agree with you. Tires were big, and we we talked about that early on. Like tires were a big thing, you know, and maybe they were playing it out that they were going to be. A caution there towards the end, they were going to save that set of tires. I don't know. I'm just curious to see what Freddie has to say about this. Yeah. Um, we we get to uh, we get to lap 282. Kyle Busch winds up getting contact, I believe, from uh, Ross Chastain uh, and spins out, causes the caution, and we get that final uh, that final that money stop uh, where they uh, all the leaders decide to come in and pit uh, for four tires. Uh, Joe Logano wins the race off pit, low, uh, pit road and leads them back to green. And uh, Martin Truex Jr. Uh, winds up uh, running them down and uh, passes them on lap 288 and uh, runs off with the victory. Uh, we did have a little incident uh, on lap 297 with uh, Bubba Wallace and Cole Custer. Uh, Bubba tried to pull the, uh, the old crossover off of uh, turn two and wind up getting in the back of uh, Cole Custer, kind of ruining his day there. Uh, but uh, Martin Truex Jr. is your winner. Uh, his 28th win uh, of his career and the first win at Phoenix. Um, you know, I know that team has definitely been chomping at the bit. They've, they've had uh, some great runs here to start the season, and uh, he's going to be a contender in the championship for sure. Oh, no doubt about it. And, look, we're going to freaking Atlanta. I mean, you know, you go to Phoenix, you think, Maybe Kevin Harvick gets a win, and that's our, what, six different winner, like you said. And we're going yeah. to Atlanta. We could see seven different winners in the first seven races. We could, for sure. And obviously, you know, um, Kevin Harvick uh, is, you know, one of the best drivers at Phoenix. If you guys listen to the pod that came out on Friday, uh, and you heard me talk about um, all the stats uh, that Kevin Harvick has, uh, at Phoenix, uh, Harvick really didn't. He really wasn't a contender today, man. He he showed nah. uh, he showed some um, some flashes here and there, man. But he he was not his dominant Phoenix self today. 
No, and they really, in all honesty, they haven't been the dominant team like they had in the past to begin with. So it kind of makes you wonder, are they are they kind of just using all their stuff up till we get to this new car next year? Or is Kevin Harvick kind of just checking out and saying, ah, this may be it? Yeah, I, you know, I think that, you know, guys have definitely gotten better. You know, obviously the early part of last year, you know, going into this COVID protocols and no practice, you could say that Rodney Childers and Chris Gabehart, the crew chief for Denny Hamlin, those guys were, you know, really prepared. And they definitely showed throughout the beginning part of the season where they pretty much dominated. But, you know, obviously the guys have had a year to catch up. The field has had a year to catch up to them. And, uh, they struggled last week, um, and this week, I mean, it, it's his best track, and obviously we expected him to contend for a win uh, with Rob uh, picking uh, Kevin Harvick yep. to win, and it just it weren't really a factor. Um, your top ten, obviously, Truex is your winner. Uh, Logano finished second. Third was Denny Hamlin. Fourth was Brad Kozlowski. Uh Baby Jesus, my pick, Chase Elliott, he wound up coming back and finishing fifth. Uh, Harvick was sixth. Uh, Larson uh, was seventh, William Byron eighth, Christopher Bell ninth, and Ryan Blaney uh, tenth. A couple shout-outs uh, finished in the top 15. You had Eric Almirola, who had an absolutely horrible week at Las Vegas last week. <laughs> he came yeah. back and finished 11th. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse was 12th. And uh, Matt DiBenedetto finished top 15, finished 14th. And uh, old Bubba Wallace, my guy, uh, wound up coming home with a top 20, uh, finishing 16th with a strong run today. Should have been better. Uh, but uh, that pick call kind of set them back. So, obviously, yeah. we're going to Hot Atlanta next week, man. Uh, old, worn-out, slick racetrack, another playground for Kevin Harvick. Um, I, I, I really think, uh, you know, they, they, there's talk about them potentially changing that track layout here in the years to come, but there isn't a, a racetrack much like Atlanta today on the, on the um, schedule. No, and I would agree. We'll just have to see how – how we do with this new car coming up with it next year. I mean, you know, what I think when Dale Jr. was getting ready to retire, they were all talked about paving it, and they kind of put a stop to that. So maybe this new car comes, we we see a new paved, new refigurated Atlanta. Definitely. And in two weeks, man, 14 days, brother, they'll be in your backyard uh, for the most exciting race uh, of the uh, season. Uh. Uh, with Bristol Dirt, man, I cannot wait. I'm looking forward. To it. I know you can't wait for this race, man. Come on now. As a fan, I really can't wait, Jimmy. But <laughs> I just think it—it it was the wrong track to do it at. Like, do it at Richmond. You know, the Richmond's not been a very exciting race. And you know, we haven't run the Cup cars on dirt at Bristol, but they have in the and last. I lost. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years put dirt on that track, and it was a disaster. Well, here's hoping to the the madness uh, that is Bristol Dirt. Uh, but we'll we'll catch you guys in Atlanta next week. Make sure you check the pod out uh, at the end, end of the week here, where we're going to be talking about the new series, uh, the SRX series with Ray Abraham and Tony Stewart. And uh, they got NASCAR shaking in their boots, man. So make sure you guys check us out here at the end of the week. And we appreciate you guys uh, listening in on uh, today's race recap. I'm going to drop the hammer. and. Uh, We'll catch you guys next time. See you, bro.